Welcome to Emerging Europe Talks, bringing you expert insight on innovation and technology, sustainable social and economic growth, business, politics and culture, and helping you navigate the Emerging Europe region. Hosted by Andrew Robel. Remember to visit the show's page, emerging-europe.com forward slash multimedia, or check the hashtag EETalks on social media. Hi, everyone. This is Emerging Europe Talks, Success and Failure. My name is Andrew Robel, and today I am joined by Vilve Venne, a fintech pioneer, a seasoned entrepreneur, and one of the founders of TUM. Formerly known as Modular Bank, it's a next-generation core banking platform based out of Tallinn, Estonia, now operating across Europe. Before I welcome Vilve, I'd like to invite you to download a free copy of our report, Redesigning Public Services and Supporting Digital Transformation with Automation. You'll find the link below the podcast. Now, Vilve, welcome to Emerging Europe Talks. Hi, Andy. I'm very pleased to be here today, and I'm so excited to share with you and with our, our, our listeners the story of Tune and also maybe a little bit about Estonia and my story in, in fintech business. Perfect. So let's start with Tum. Tell us about the solution that you've been working on. Yeah, I tried to do it shortly. <laughs> Tum is technology. It's its core banking platform. What does it mean? Actually, we are providing technology, modular technology, API-first technology, and cloud-based technology for every bank who wants to transform their business, and also fintechs who want to start their business, and also for many other companies who just want to embed financial technology to, to the financial services to their offering. What does it mean? It means that we provide technology for supporting multi-currency accounts, all transactions around those accounts, payments, lending, deposits, and card issuing. And it's, it's all packaged as a module, so you can pick first one and then add additional features. You've been in fintech for quite some time already. How has the sector developed over the last few decades? Yes, I, I, I started my career working in the bank, actually as 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 head of IT development, developing our own core banking platform for the bank, which is still working in the bank. But in 2002, I started my first venture, and it was banking technology company. It means that we were developing, providing platforms, solutions for different banks and financial institutions. But every time we developed it from scratch, our customers came to us with their, with their wishes, with their problems, challenges. We offered solutions and we developed it. But some five years ago, even a little less, the, the world started to change and, and customers didn't come anymore. That, let's, let's build us this or that. But they asked, show us what do you have. We, we'd like to use it as a service. We'd like to run it cloud-based and that you, you manage it. We don't have time anymore to wait six months or a year. We want it now. And, and that's how the journey of Modular Bank started. How are fintech companies from the emerging Europe region doing? And you know, how, how do you see the development of fintech in the region? Yeah, there are, of course, it, it's, it's booming. 
and fintech is getting really hot now. And if if we look back to the history, then then first first fintechs appeared. They 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 really solved maybe very like like consumer problems. It was more like B two C targeted yeah. to consumers. For example, some lending apps or or or, or simple mail banks. But now it's developing further, and I see more and more more complex complex solutions as as we provide. And I think it's it's very 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 normal development because as 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 those very urgent problems or, or consumer problems are getting getting more and more solved, we are moving further to the cheaper areas of, of financial services and, and and providing more more serious things as more more getting more close to the core, if if I can say say so. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are several companies who are providing AML services. There are also several companies who are doing something in in, in core banking already, as as we do. And also, I hope that uh, that in the near future there will be more support to corporate clients, for example, solutions in cash management, in treasury side. Some more, more. We are we are moving to more complex areas. And the emerging Europe uh, region itself, like compared with the rest of the world. Yeah, I think I, I'm. Of course, I, I'm not not exactly expert of Eastern Europe, but but uh, what I see. Uh, if, if we are talking about Estonia and, and our, our region, mm-hmm. when you develop something in a tiny country like Estonia, you, you never develop it to our region or our country. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the in the very beginning you think globally, and that's what we do in Tume and what I see all all Estonian fintechs do actually. We, we are providing uh, uh, when when we are launching services, those services is is for, for of course for for Eastern Europe, for rest of Europe, but also for outside of Europe. It's actually great that you mentioned TUM again, because this podcast is all about success and failure. So tell us, what is your biggest success? Yeah, I can't maybe point out the certain big success, but but I think that the basis of of all this development and where where I, I'm personally here uh, now, it, it has been that I have always made brave decisions. For example, I started my career in, in Hansa Bank, building the bank, bank became the biggest in the Baltics, so the bank into Swede Bank. It was, it was big, it was successful. And I was uh, I had very respectable position in the bank, very good income, etc. But I, I felt that that's time now to move further because mm-hmm. there is no growth anymore. It's a stable business. And I, I started my, my, my first venture, Icefire. We, we now exited this, this June to a European biggest, uh, biggest uh, fintech check.com. It's, we can call it success, mm-hmm. a really, really big success. But, but also when, when Icefire was already mature and it was really mature business, doing well, I felt that, okay, now time to move further. And start something different, and and then we started Modular Bank, uh, now now called Tune, and it's always, always uh, I think it's brave decision that in some point of of your professional life you feel that that okay now it's getting stable now it's 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 almost ready or or mature and you 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 take your 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 next step. I can sense you like taking risk. Uh, yes. So tell me. Yes. Yes. How about the biggest failure? You know, every entrepreneur 
would have done something differently. What's the mistake that you think you have made? Sure. Yeah, it's related to teams and teamwork. My my belief is that that every success success is based to based on perfect team, which is uh, uh, which has diversity, different opinions, and which is working together well, and and there is trust. And my biggest failures are are related to to, to this topic. Uh, during my my previous career, I, I started uh, a couple uh, two times actually. I started uh, the side ventures. Mm-hmm. I saw the very good business case, really the problem to solve, and we were able also to develop the technology and and perfectly functioning technology. But the 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 team, our, our founders team, who couldn't really agree how to move further, and both of those ventures they didn't didn't succeed. We closed mm-hmm. it. Both both of them are, are are closed now. It's and it's actually my my uh, suggestion maybe to to every founder that the team is the important and the diversity inside the team it's, it's the most important to really create something successful. As you know, we are in the middle of COP26 in Glasgow, you know, climate change, sustainability, inclusion. Can each entrepreneur be sustainable or inclusive? I think it is possible. And, and I think every entrepreneur and every every business section, every venture can give its own part to this list because it's it's our common thing to to save our planet. And I, I see nowadays uh, many, many green techs and, and many companies who are really focusing in that. But I see also that uh, many, it's like, like, a, like a marketing, marketing mm-hmm. tool now. And, mm-hmm. and what I, I, I like to find find uh, or, or do is that we, we do our, our, our very small, very, very small things, for example. For example, when we, we, are, we are developing our, our technology, we, we always, uh, always uh, uh, look how to do it in most e- efficient way that, that the code we are, we, are, we are building, it doesn't take a lot of resources, etc. It's, it's mm-hmm. a small thing, but, but if, if, if every company does it, I think altogether it's, it's a big thing. It, it hasn't been be directly related to, to, uh, to investing to, to green companies, etc. Of course, it's important as well, but how we, how we live our everyday, everyday life in our office, for example. Do, do we sort our garbage, for example, at the office? All those small things, they, they, they help us. And yeah, I think these... it's important and, and yeah. These can be done by every single business. Now, you are a successful female entrepreneur, but if you look around uh, and, and you know, look at who gets, for example, most funding, it's actually male entrepreneurs, male founders. How do you perceive female entrepreneurs? Yeah, it's, uh, if I look at a development, I, it's, it's, what, what is really pity is that it hasn't changed too much. Mm-hmm. During last twenty years, I still find myself as a as a single woman, sitting in a round table in, in meetings with customers or conferences, etc. And I think there are many reasons why 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 it's like that. Of course, it's it's um, it's related to uh, to wi- women themselves a, li- a little because we have to be maybe 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 a little more 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 brave. In the, in the in the way that 
that if, if you look at, at, at a male entrepreneur and he's, he's doing something really, really well, and then he gets compliments. And what 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 what, is, what he says? He says that oh yes, I feel myself as well that that I did it really well. When when you when you when you, uh, you when you tell it to to female, she says that oh yes, you know I yeah thank you. But uh, this guy helped me and 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 I, I had a lot of luck etc. Why are you tell things like that? That mm-hmm. because we are as good as 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 men are. But of course. Women, women need to be empowered and encouraged. Uh, and, and also all this social environment we have. It's, it's still very, very normal that, that when uh, there will be a newborn baby in the family, that it's, it's mostly the wife's thing to take care and uh, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We have to, I think the, 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 there are so many factors. And, and, but, but I see that, that uh, my, maybe what, what, what I can do is to encourage other younger female entrepreneurs and also my colleagues to grow, to start businesses. And that's actually what I, I have done for a long time. So are changes needed when it comes to education? I mean, the educational system? Or is it all about continuing to empower women? Uh, if, if I look at our universities, we have a lot of very talented women and usually even, even more women in universities than men. I see that there is all prerequisites are there. It's mm-hmm. it's it's probably not not exactly the educational system or something like that, but but yes, encouraging women and also also yeah. I I have been, I I was very lucky when I started my career because my our our CIO in our bank he he was a man. But he was really supportive in the way, and he always encouraged me. When when we were together in the in the meeting, for example, with abroad with uh, with uh, big tankers, and uh, there was a question, and then then he always said that that if it, it was my topic, that that yeah, I give give now word to Wilma because she knows the thing best, and I think it's important. You know, I just listened to your answer, and you also said that this was thanks to the. CIO at the, at the at the time, but you achieved your success thanks to yourself, no? Yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, I am because yeah, it's 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 when you what what I wanted to say is that that when you are young, you need to be encouraged to take your 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 next step. If you if you uh, and, and as I said, uh, maybe maybe women are are a little bit more like 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 they think that maybe maybe I'm not good enough. That's what, what doesn't, doesn't happen with, with men usually. And maybe, maybe I was thinking at that time as well like that, but I was encouraged. And later, it was for me so easy, easy to, to move, move next steps and, and, and build things. And, and actually in my teams, it's, it's somehow, uh, people, people ask me, me always that, Bilba, do you, do, you, uh, do you prefer somehow women or do you, do you select women? And then you, you give them advantage. But I, I really, when, I, when I, I put my teams together, I don't prefer no men, no women. I, I always evaluate people according to their skills, their talent, what they, what they can give to the team. And in, and in tech teams, it's very often, if you, if you look at the picture, it's mostly men. But in my team in Icefire, we had one half of women. Also in, in, in Tume, we have one third of women. And, and yeah, 
I think mm. there, are, there, are, there are many talented women around. And when we don't use this potential, actually, we lose the business, we lose our success. Like you said, women should or perhaps have to also help other women. You know, Madeleine Albright said there's, there should be a special place in hell for, for those women who don't help other women. I, I think it's, 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 it's probably not, not exactly the health, it's example. Uh, in, in my life, I have had my team members, um, several of them, uh, who have said to me that, but Vilva, tell me, what, what do I have to do to be one day like you? And I think that's the, that's the best compliment, and, and I, I can exactly, uh, that's exactly where I can help them. Thank you very much for these insights. But, but before we go, I'd like to circle back to Tomb. What's your plans for the next few years? Yes, we have, we have a pretty clear picture because now we have, we have 70 people in uh, four different locations, Tallinn, Berlin, Malaga, and London. And it, it's already an international company. We are already, already pretty big. We have 12 customers. It, it, it has been a, a great success. Now we, are, we, we just have to scale. And it means that we have to hire new talents. We have to grow, grow, grow very fast. Our, our plan is to double our headcount in ne- during uh, next year. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that means that we, we also need funding. We are just now in the middle of our A round. And we, we will go. And we will go much more international. Now, now we, are, we already are international. But... Uh, uh, our, our main focus has been still to Europe and UK, but mm-hmm. we can grow. We have all, all, I think all good, good, uh, good uh, conditions to 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 grow out of here. Vilva, this was an inspiring chat. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you, Andrew. It was a pleasure for me. Thank you all for listening, and we look forward to your company for the next episode of Emerging Europe Talks. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and do leave a review. This will help us ensure a regular stream of great guests you want to hear from. And finally, check out our news and analysis platform at emerging-europe.com.